When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of the Golf Unfiltered podcast is brought to you by WorldwideGolfShops.com. Be sure to go out to WorldwideGolfShops.com for all of your equipment, apparel, and accessory needs. They've even got training aids. They've got all the great stuff from all the brands that you hear on our podcast every week. So once again, that is WorldwideGolfShops.com. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam, from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can hit me up on email, adam at GolfUnfiltered.com. Find us all over social media at Golf Unfiltered. Hello to our friends over at THP, thehackersparadise.com, including those of you listening to this on the THP mobile app. We are part of the Hackers Paradise radio network, which includes, of course, Range Days and Off the Course. Two excellent, excellent podcasts that are really going to just, you know, scratch that golf itch on days other than Monday. So be sure to go out and listen to them. And, of course, hello to our friends over at Cleveland, Srixon, and Zexio. Folks, today it's going to be me and you. We're talking a little bit about uh, the UST Mamiya Lin Q, the L I N hyphen Q shaft options, because I've had the chance to play at least one of the versions and I wanted to talk a little bit about it. And for those of you who are wondering, we are going to get somebody on UST Mamiya here very shortly. Not today, but very shortly in a future episode. But I know a lot of of golf companies have been uh, basically on lockdown. They've been shut down. Operations have ceased or at least halted during COVID. And of course, we uh, we try to keep on top of all the news across the golf landscape as far as when our company's opening, when are we going to be able to buy our favorite products from our favorite brands. And of course, UST Mamiya is a definitely a favorite band, uh, brand of mine. Well, at the time of this recording... I understand that they're going to be operating or opening operations once again the week of May 11th. And so by the time that this hits the airways, it should be the exact same week. And so I am extremely happy to hear that my friends over there are doing well, that they're able to open up again, that they're going to be able to to sell product. And of course, one of those products is Lin Q. Now, I played uh, recently down in Florida, actually before everything happened with COVID, of course, uh, went down to Florida, played with a couple buddies of mine over from the Hackers Paradise, as well as Danny Lee from UST Mamiya. He's the director of marketing over there. And had the opportunity to try out a few driver shafts. You know, a lot of guys were down there getting fitted for their own driver shafts. He had all sorts of different UST Mamiya products out there, of course. And, uh, you know, he saw me hit a few shots. I was not part of the fitting. Uh, I was there just to, you know, have a good time, record a couple podcasts that you guys heard, of course, here, and uh, just play a little bit of golf. And uh, Danny took a look at my swing, took a look at my ball flight, and he said, hey, you might want to try this out. And so he handed me a driver with the Lin Q Purple. And so there are two different types 
uh, two different flavors, I guess you could say, of the Lin Q. The Lin Q Gunmetal and Lin Q Purple. Now, the differences between the two focus mainly on flight and spin. And that's what every good driver shaft difference should be, right? Well, the Lin Q Metal focuses mainly, and this is direct from the website here, designed for the golfer seeking a mid-low ball flight and mid-low spin. So if you're a player that uh, needs to get the ball down a little bit more, who... Uh, needs to take a little spin off the ball, then you're going to want to play the Lin Q Gunmetal if you want to try between these two types uh, in this series. Now, the Lin Q Purple, conversely, designed for the golfer seeking a medium ball flight with mid-spin, which is exactly something that I need. Now, for me, I tend to hit the ball a little bit too high when it comes to everything other than my driver. I've never been able to really figure that out. I've been fit a couple times uh, for different drivers, and uh, different results, but always, 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 always the focus has been how can we get the ball in the air a little bit more, a little bit more. I've always had, a, you know, a lot of spin, but for some reason my launch just never, was never really, really wanted it for optimal uh, performance. And so Danny, being the uh, the expert that he is, the professional that he is, he handed me the Lin Q Purple and lo and behold, after a little bit of a loft adjusted, uh, adjusting as well on the driver itself, I was able to get to around, you know, that 15-degree launch angle, 16 degrees in some uh, instances, which for me actually is going to optimize my performance. So because there are two different flavors, two different versions of the Lin-Q driver, let's break it down a little bit and let's focus on the Lin-Q gunmetal first. And so first and foremost, you're going to be able to tell the difference between these two uh, driver shafts just by color alone. As the name gunmetal implies... These shafts feature a, a just gorgeous black color, uh, not quite matte black. There's definitely some gloss to it, of course, but it's it's just, you know, got the black primary color throughout the shaft. And then, of course, the stark contrast in the yellow Lin Q and UST Mamiya logo uh, font. And so it's just a, a gorgeous looking uh, golf shaft. And it's something that a lot of people, you know, I, I like looking down at a golf shaft that is a little bit, I don't want to say understated, but I don't want a lot of flair. You know what I mean? I don't want a million different designs on it. I don't want it to look like camouflage or anything of that nature. Uh, and the Link Q gunmetal is just absolutely gorgeous through and through. And so, as I mentioned earlier, you know, this is a shaft that's designed for people looking for a mid-low ball flight and someone who wants mid-to-low spin. So if you're somebody who struggles with you know, a little bit too much spin, which is something that, as I mentioned earlier, I had a tendency to struggle with. Uh, but if you're also looking to bring the ball down a little bit, if you actually balloon the ball a little bit too much, then the gunmetal might be what would, uh, what might be what you're fit into. And so just a little bit more as far as the shaft specifications here, it comes essentially four different varieties. You've got a, uh, the Link U Gunmetal 6F4, 6F5, 7F4, and then 7F5. The main difference, of course, depending on whatever flex you want, it comes in stiff and X-flex, by the way. Uh, the main difference is weight. So the 6.4F and the 6.5F are both 70 grams in weight, with the 7F4 and 7F5 being in 78 grams. And so a little bit of heft to these golf shafts, I will say. I mean, they're not the lightest things in the world, and the torque for each is about 3.2 degrees. And as you get into the heavier versions of the gunmetal shaft, you're going to actually have more of a, a lower launch angle. The mid to low is more for the, the 70 gram uh, shaft weight. 
Now, in terms of who this is best for, by all means, before I say anything else, of course, you want to go out and get fit. I mean, you can go out to the website at USTMamiya.com and take a look and maybe make an educated guess as to which would fit you better. Definitely go out and get fit, though. That being said, the swing speed recommendations for the gunmetal shaft for a stiff flex is between 90 to 105 miles per hour. Be honest with yourselves, folks. We all don't swing 115 miles an hour out there now. And then for the X-Flex, it's anything over 105 MPH. Now, on the other side of the coin, we've got the Lin-Q Purple, which is actually the shaft that I had the chance to play around with. And uh, everything pretty much remains the same in terms of, you know, the stabilized design, everything in regard to delivering more energy to the golf ball more consistently, you know, consistently. These are the taglines that are affixed, at least from a marketing standpoint, with Lin-Q across the board. Now, the Lin-Q Purple, however, in comparison to the gunmetal version, the Purple actually has five different varieties, and it starts everywhere from a regular flex, stiff, and then X-Flex in the lighter weights, 67 grams to 68 grams in the X-Flex. And then it bumps up a little bit in terms of weight for, again, stiff and X-Flex, 76 grams and 78 grams, uh, respectively. And so the torque is all pretty much around the same in terms of, you know, around the same ballpark. Although with you the regular flex in the uh, Lin-Q Purple, you're going to have a little bit higher of a torque in terms of 5 degrees. Uh, launch, of course, is going to be medium. Now, again, this is a driver shaft for the golfer that's looking for a medium ball flight with medium spin. Now, how does that relate to me? As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I often struggle with hitting the ball high enough off the tee. I don't know why. That's always just been an issue with my game. I'm always able to hit the the recommended, you know, launch with my my wedges. I'm, you know, pretty good with my low irons, long irons. I tend to hit those a little bit too high. I don't know why that happens. It's probably a swing fault. And then you put a driver in my hands. And everything just kind of just flip-flops. You know, I have, I have no idea. I'm sure I have to go, you know, get that worked out on a lesson tee somewhere. That being said, though, the benefit of going to get fit and having someone with the expertise, for example, of Danny Lee over at UST Mamiya, they can at least give you a recommendation. Go out and try it, as I did. So what did I like about the Lin-Q Purple? Well, I liked a lot of things. Of course, I got the ball flight, as I mentioned, in the launch angle exactly where I wanted it to. And what did that equate for me? More distance. Now, I was playing it in a different type of driver head than my normal gamer. Of course, it was actually just a pre-built driver that was handed to me. Uh, and so, uh, to be completely honest, I can't attribute all of the gains only to the golf shaft. But I did notice a lot of differences in terms of my ball flight. Now, what's important to, to mention here, at least in my experience playing the game for over 20 years, I've always thought, and this is, this is going to be embarrassing a little bit for me, I've always thought that you wanted a little bit more of a penetrating golf ball flight uh, off, of, off of the tee. For whatever reason, that was just always something that I had in the back of my mind. I have had no reason to think that other than that's what I wanted or what I thought I preferred in my driver ball flight. Uh, my rationale, at least in my head, was that, you know, a more penetrating ball flight's going to hit the ground and it's going to, you know, any spin or forward spin that's on the golf ball is going to just shoot forward. It's going to ricochet off the ground and it's going to get me a lot more yardage on roll. Now, 
I've come to learn that that's not always the case, of course, but I have to at least defend myself a little bit because I have had driver fittings that uh, have placed me into driver shafts and head combinations that wanted exactly that result. Super low spin, almost like a knuckleball in the air, and the result was it would hit hit on the turf and just shoot uh, tons of roll. And of course, playing in the Midwest, playing in Illinois, like I play 99% of my golf, we don't always have conditions that are going to lend themselves to being the the optimal to get that amount of roll. I mean, hell, playing golf, uh, if I were to go out right now and play golf, it's a beautiful day here, it's um, at the time of this recording, if I were to go play golf right now, the ground is still soft. I need something that can get up in the air a little bit more, and I would say about 90% of the time, those are the conditions that I'm playing in. And so I mention that only to say, if you were to take a step back and think about your game, think about what you, you think you need in your driver as far as the results, the ball flight that you like to see. Have you actually thought of that before? Be honest with yourself. Have you, have you actually thought about what you need to see in order to give you the optimal performance in your game? I don't think you'd be in the minority if you said, you know what, if I'm honest, I haven't thought of it that much. So when I had the opportunity to go and test the, the Link U Purple and the pre-made driver, uh, it was a very windy day. I was actually playing in, in Florida and uh, was near the ocean, extremely windy day. I, th- I think even saying very windy is, is underselling it. And those of you listening to this who are at, over at the U.S. Team EMEA Distance Bash, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, my initial thought is, oh my God, uh, I'm hitting the ball higher with this shaft. I'm going to balloon this thing. You know, I knew my spin was right around where I needed it to be, where it wasn't going to be like super spinny. But I, I couldn't get it out of my head. But, you know, again, I was just told, trust it, trust it, trust it. Yes, no matter what driver shaft you're playing in, if you are playing in a 30-mile-an-hour headwind, which a lot of times that was, it seemed like almost every hole was into the wind that day, you're going you're gonna to balloon it a little bit, regardless of driver you're playing. In this instance, especially when I was playing downwind, holy cow, was that fun. That was a blast. And I got to tell you, it, you know, the ball, it did not balloon on me too much. I thought it would have when playing into the wind. It didn't. And I think now that I think back on that and the years of me wanting that, that, you know, that penetrating ball flight, I think that's what I actually meant. You know, and you're probably thinking, oh, Adam, that's easy to say now because you got some good results from a driver shaft that, you know, blah, blah, blah. But no, I think that is exactly what I wanted. And in most golfers, I would believe, most golfers want uh, to play the game without completely changing the way that you play the game, especially if you only play a couple times a week, like, like I do. You don't want to change too much about your playing style depending on the conditions, especially in the wind. I hate playing in the wind. It is, I would play in a downpour before I would play in the wind. It, but as long as your golf ball can still cut through the cut through the wind to a satisfying degree and still get close to the results that you need then you know you're playing a good driver shaft and i can tell you without a doubt that's exactly what happened with the lin q purple
I would imagine it's very similar with the Lin-Q gunmetal. I just had, I hadn't tried it. Now, the other thing that I really loved about these golf shafts is the fact that, yeah, now I understand I had to get the ball in the air. I was seeing much more distance in comparison to the my, my gamer shaft. And, and quite frankly, the shaft that I was playing prior to that was also a U.S. Team EMEA product, Helium Black. For me, the Lin-Q Purple just seemed to perform better than the lighter weight Helium. I know that there's a lot of different structure to it, uh, compared comparatively, of course. But, you know, again, the, the point I'm raising here, and I hope that it's coming across, there can be significant differences between results in your game, even among the same uh, driver shaft families within a brand. Now, I know the people that listen to this show and certainly those that, that frequent golfunfiltered.com as well as the Hackers Paradise member forums, you're all very informed golfers. You know exactly what it is that you want in your game. You've probably gone through a custom fitting, blah, blah, blah. We all know that. But for those of you who might not fit into that category, where you've not yet gone and gotten fit, and you probably just look at your driver, you see that it has a golf shaft, <laughs> you might be aware of the the brand of that shaft maybe it's even a stock shaft option from a driver if you've got an, an older one for example it might have if you've got a callaway driver it might have a callaway logo on the golf shaft as well the point being here is that you have to do your homework with golf shafts i mean we love to tinker with our golf equipment golfers who listen to this show and who browse those forums we love to mix and match and try new grips and try new driver heads Blah, 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 blah. The driver shaft, any any golf shafts, but specifically the driver shaft, is one of those pieces of your golf equipment that can be switched and fine-tuned to the nth degree to make sure that you get the best performance out of your game. And I'm, I'm sorry. If, if I don't know if I'm dispelling a myth that you might have in your mind, but they brands offer a lot of different features and a lot of different flavors i'll keep using that word within their offerings because they know that not every golf swing is the same and there is just a lot of variety even in what i just talked about today with lin q either the gunmetal or the purple there's a lot of different variants in there and to sound like the broken record you have to go and get fit to find out what fits you best now to be fair i have to offer the things that perhaps i didn't like about the driver shaft. And there were a couple things. US Team EMEA golf shafts, I, I love them to death. Um, they tend to be a little bit more stout. And uh, when Danny Lee was on our show um, a few weeks ago, actually, more, it's probably close to two months now, <laughs> my goodness, uh, he, he said as much. You know, they're, they're a little bit more stout, they're a little bit thicker in their design. Uh, you can tell by, you know, just the way that you swing it. The I was just swinging a, a stiff flex. Uh, Link Link U Purple, and it felt it felt stiffer than what I was accustomed to. So there was an adjustment period for me. Now, you know, I'm sitting here preaching about the importance of going to get fit, and I actually did did not get fit into this driver officially. Um, it was certainly offered to me with a very high recommendation based on a very, uh, but based on an expert's opinion, pretty damn close to a fitting, I would say. 
But it just, it, there was an adjustment period, you know, and I would say that if you're going through, and, and you've done this if you've gone and got fit before, but you don't want to just, just go pick up your driver and then step onto the first tee like I did. You got you to gotta get used to it. It's a new piece of equipment. It's completely new for me. And as I mentioned, it was about, I don't know, almost 20 grams heavier than what I was playing previously. So there's going to be that difference, and I knew that going in, but for some reason it just, it felt... It felt a little bit off for me, if I'm being completely honest, for the first five times that I swung the club. Now, that's not insignificant. I mean, think about how many times you're probably going to hit driver during a round. That That's a good portion of the swings. And so I wasn't 100% comfortable with the driver right out of the gate. I did have the chance to play it again when I got back home. Uh, played it on a completely different course, completely different conditions, and uh, still had very similar results. Got used to it a little bit more, but I just had to understand that it was going to feel a little bit stiffer. It was going to almost feel a little bit, well, certainly more more heavy, but it almost felt uh, slower to me. And I know that that's a dirty word when it talks when you talk about golf equipment, but I don't mean it as that. It just meant I had to get around on this thing a little bit, you know, a little bit more efficiently than I than I normally would. The results didn't lie. I was hitting the ball further. It was deadly accurate. I mean, I. I was just finding fairways left and right, which is normally something that I don't do. I tend to, to hook the ball a little bit. And I think maybe a little bit because of the stoutness of the golf shaft and because of the torque and everything else and all the other features that I talked about earlier, I was able to hold it off a little bit and uh, not hit that snap hook. I almost eliminated that. And for me, I mean, I'll take a little bit of a different feeling club if I'm going to eliminate the left side of a golf hole. And that goes back to what I was talking about earlier, where you have to be honest with yourself Think about what you think you need, what you think you prefer, and then compare that to the actual results on the course. Apologies for the uh, the motorcycles that are going by my office right now. It's a nice day out in Chicagoland. Everyone's been cooped up in their house for so long, everyone wants to go out and enjoy the weather. Hopefully responsibly. So, I honestly would say that that was probably the one factor in the Lin-Q, uh, purple at least, that uh, took some getting used to. Everything else I loved about it. Absolutely loved about it. You know, these are golf shafts that, again, you know, they're probably for the players that are very keen on exactly what they need uh, in their in their ball flight, in their launch. If you're looking to get the ball way up in the air, uh, th- these probably aren't the golf shafts for you. There are plenty of golf shafts available in the U.S. Team Mamiya family that you can go and you can find something like that. But if you want something a little bit more mid-launch, mid-spin, maybe even on the low side of both of those categories, then you're going to want to consider Lin-Q, either Gunmetal or Lin-Q Purple. So uh, just a couple notes today. I'm going to try to do a little bit more of this moving forward. I've got a lot of equipment that I've tried throughout the years, and one of the things that I noticed over at GolfAndFilter.com is, uh, and I'm typically pretty open with with you guys uh, on the inner workings of how things go, you probably noticed that once again, the homepage to the website looks a little bit different. So, uh, you know, I think it's one of those things that if you you own a website, you try to run it, and you're never really 100% happy with the way that it looks. That's just the way that it works. Well, I'm I'm no exception to that. And GolfAndFilter.com, as you guys have known, has gone through a lot of changes. The change that we have now, of course, is that we're just going to go all in on the podcast. Right there on the front page, as soon as you get to the website, you're going to see a podcast player right there from Spotify, so you can follow us on Spotify, by the way, if you didn't know that already. 
Certainly, you can find us on Apple Podcasts as well. And then if you scroll down a little bit more, you're going to see all of the latest episodes uh, related to the podcast. Now, where did all the other content go? It's still there. You can find it by going up to the top of the page and clicking on the blog link, and you'll be able to see the entire portfolio of work that we've done over the years. Um, What we will try to do, what I'll try to do more on the podcast, is have reviews like this. We've done a few in the past. Uh, We'll do a little bit more in the future. And hopefully we'll be able to bring some more industry, uh, industry folks from brands, you know, talking about the equipment that I'm reviewing in that moment. I'm hoping that everyone's still doing okay out there, by the way. You know, just a really quick personal note. I had the opportunity, uh, well, I, what's today? Today is the 3rd, I think? Yeah, today's May 3rd. I played golf for the first time yesterday, May 2nd. Golf in Illinois opened up uh, May 1st, uh, Friday. A um, little nervous, I have to admit. I was a little nervous getting out there. I went with uh, three other buddies. Um, here in Illinois, at least for the uh, time being, they're letting people go off in twosomes every 15 minutes. You know, maybe just a couple words about that here in a little bit. Uh, but we had the chance to go out to Ruffled Feathers here in Lamont, Illinois. Had a great time. We went off late in the day. It was about 5.30 was our first tea time. And it was perfect. I got to say, it was absolutely perfect. You know, it was just me, uh, my friend Matt, who you've seen on the live streams, um, and then... Our other friend, Tatro, as well as a fourth friend, Nate, uh, were in the uh, twosome behind us. There was nobody in front of us. We had no weights whatsoever. You just go up, hit the ball. You know, we had music going. Had a couple drinks in our in our golf bags, you know, because nothing was open. There were no concessions or anything, of course. And we got done. We, we only walked nine holes because we ran out of daylight. We would have kept going if we weren't, you know, out of shape. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's walking only. Uh, it was fantastic, and I, and I would play golf like that, if I'm really honest, I would play golf like that all the time. If I could go out around the same time, maybe a little bit earlier, catch that twilight, you know, as the sun's going down at dusk, and just, you know, walk for a little bit, and not have to worry about rushing, or, or keeping another group, you know, holding them up, or being held up by a group in front of me, it was it was great. It was great. Now I know that that's not that's not sustainable. I know that that's not realistic for these courses who rely on hundreds of rounds a weekend to go out there. Uh, that's just not you're, they're not going to survive. And I and you know unless things change quickly, and I can understand that if we go this first month of this uh, this uh, the, these restrictions, these guidelines is what they're calling them, but they're they're restrictions. But afterwards, I, I, you know, I hope we open up stuff soon. I really do. You know, and I, I know that you can go on the news and other networks, other podcasts. You can, you, you can get your fill of everything COVID. And I don't want this to be a podcast like that. I know you listen to this for a distraction. At least that's why I do it for you. I want, that to, I want this to be a, a good distraction for you. But man, it felt good to get out and play golf. You know, I thought about going out again today. A little tired. A little tired. I got to be honest. <laughs> but, you know, I just hope if you're listening to this, if you live in the state, if you live in Illinois, and, and even if you live in any other state that are currently open and they're trying these guidelines out, 
just respect them. I know they're not the best things in the world. I mean, we're we're getting every 15 minutes we're sending people at Tusum out walking only. Yeah, that's not great. There's probably other ways we could do it. Why we're not sending foursomes out? I I mean, I know why they say they're not doing it. But this is these are the the cards we've been dealt. Our responsibility right now is to make sure that we don't mess this up for everybody else because I have I know for a fact that at the state level, especially here in Illinois, <laughs> they will take that away really quick. That's just the way it is. And so, you know, it's funny. I, I have uh, another friend in the industry who remained nameless just to protect uh, some anonymity there. But, you know, I got a text from him, and he's like, you know, I just drove past this this neighborhood golf course, and there were foursomes out there, and they were all grouping together. And I'm just like, you know, I I, I hope that we can get through this. Don't be that guy. Don't be that lady. Don't be that golfer. That's going to ruin it for everyone else. You know, just just deal with it for now. And if we do that, hopefully in time, the powers that be will understand that we can do this responsibly. Hopefully everything else related to this ridiculous time that we're all living in will begin to take care of itself. we got a lot of smart people working on a lot of, a lot of difficult things. Keep living your life if you can. Keep doing what you can to stay comfortable, to stay safe, to stay healthy, and help out each other. There are people who probably aren't as fortunate enough to complain about 15-minute tea times. They're worried about putting food on their table right now. And if you're listening to this and if you fall into that category, know that we are thinking of you. Know that we would love to help. Absolutely would love to help. And if that means that we put out a podcast once a week, talking about golf shafts, interviewing people, being a distraction for you, then let's do that. And we'll continue to do that for you. Thanks as always for tuning in. We're going to be back again next week with uh, another great episode. Hopefully you, uh, you enjoy it. Hopefully you're staying safe. Reach out to us if you need anything. Adam at golfandfiltered.com. You can find us all over social media at golfandfiltered. Take care of each other, folks.